Hello, it's Judy Bulkheviak here from NLP and EFT Kids. And I was drawn today to my book, Confidence for Kids. It's one of those things that we think a lot about as parents, um, especially at this time of year, maybe, and particularly when we're thinking about year six children moving on to year seven, um, or as children become teens. And we think of them having to make new friends in a bigger environment where they're perhaps less supported by parents and teachers. So I wrote a book some time ago, actually, called Confidence for Kids. It's available as an ebook, And if you want to get in touch with me, um, I can probably put it um, free on my website um, or just let me know and I'll send you a copy. So... Uh, the book starts really with a bit of introduction about confidence. I'm saying that confidence or rather lack of it is probably the single most common problem that children are brought to me with nowadays. Isn't it strange how much emphasis we place today on ensuring that our children do well at school, go to university, get a good job? Only yesterday I was reading that there's been a huge increase in private tutoring to support children at GCSE and A level stage and above above what they do in school. Yet, when we first meet someone, we decide in seconds whether we want to be friends, indeed whether we even want to talk to them in the first place. The way our children present themselves will affect them in life. It will determine how quickly they will get their first job, who they make friends with, and how adults respond to them. How people respond and interact with them affects how they in turn see themselves, and it determines their self-worth. Because, like it or not, we are influenced by how others see us. We don't live in a bubble. We live with other people who will take an instant like or dislike to us. Their attitude, attitude to us may change over time, but in some situations we simply don't get the time to put ourselves across again. There are jobs out there, but employers are complaining that interviewees are not turning up on time for their interview. They aren't dressed appropriately and can't hold a conversation. In a nutshell, they don't know how to present themselves in order to get the result they want. What can we do about this as parents? Whether you are confident or not will affect how confident your children will be. This book will help you to build your own confidence and it will help you give you plenty of tips to boost your child's confidence in different situations. They are appropriate for any age child or teenager. This book is based on many years work coaching children and teens in my practice NLP Kids, running focus groups as a children's market researcher and teaching. I've written a number of parenting and self-help books for families, which you might like to read if you find this one helpful. I would particularly recommend Be a Happier Parent with NLP and the Engaging NLP series of workbooks, including NLP for Children, NLP for Tweens, NLP for Teens, NLP for Parents and NLP for Teachers. And of course, since then, I've written more books. Um, and uh, I would particularly um, suggest something like um, Empower Your Kids, a Coaching Guide for Parents, or indeed Understanding Children and Teens. So I start off by talking about what is confidence. I've noticed through my years of coaching and teaching that parents tend to notice confidence when they feel their children or teens don't have it. It's the absence they notice. It's the same in ourselves, I think. 
instead of instead of patting ourselves on the back when we do something confident, we barely notice it. We shrug it off almost. Yet as soon as we show signs of slight lack of confidence, we point at it and say, there you are. I told you I didn't have any confidence, didn't I? And we notice it in our kids in the same way. They may tell us about something that happened at school. Perhaps they've been bullied. The teacher doesn't seem to like them very much. They don't have many friends, that sort of thing. It could manifest itself in them hiding behind you when you speak to someone or they won't ask the way to the toilet or initiate a conversation. Perhaps they avoid eye contact. We notice these things but miss evidence that they are confident in other ways or at other times. We tend to have our own idea of what a confident child or teenager should do and say in different situations. And when ours falls short, we blame ourselves and worry about how their lack of confidence will get in the way of them achieving all they could achieve in life. This is particularly so when we feel that we lack confidence ourselves and fear that this has been passed on to our children. You will find as a parent or a teacher that where you focus, what you concentrate your attention on, is what you notice more and more and what you ultimately get more of. So the more you notice your child not being confident or your own signs of lack of confidence, the more you'll actually experience it. Some people believe that you either have confidence or you don't, and that's the end of it. They believe confidence can't be taught. I disagree. Well, I would, wouldn't I? You can learn to be confident yourself and you can pass these skills onto your children. This is what we'll be learning in this book, how to give our children and teens the gift of confidence. First, let's just think about how you define confidence. What do you personally look for as signs of confidence in your child? When I asked some mums who liked my Facebook page what signs of confidence they wanted to see as their children developed, they said, As a mum of a 14-year-old girl who has confidence and self-esteem issues, I would love to see her being confident enough to chat openly with others. A friend is also here with me and she would love to see her 15-year-old nephew confident in approaching shopkeepers. My daughter says she would just like to be confident. Another said, to accept themselves as they're going through adolescence. So many teenagers and younger become body conscious and end up with no confidence and low self-esteem, not to mention eating disorders. Their belief is that society expects them to look a certain way. You only have to look in fashion magazines, etc. Somebody else said, confidence is speaking to express their feelings. Confidence to do something and be proud of themselves. Another said, an ability to converse with adults, look them in the eye and actually have a conversation. I have noticed my 11-year-old starting to do this and I'm so proud of him. Previously, he would grunt and hide in his room. Connected to this would also be an ability to initiate conversations and ask for things in shops, doctor surgeries, anywhere really, instead of asking me to do it for him. Another one said, the confidence to be kind, caring and, and compassionate to others without the fear of being made a fool of by their peers. This confident ability would not only help them, but encourage others to do the same, making our world a far better place in the future, if not now. Another said, 
The signs of confidence I look for in my kids are in their beliefs. Does my child generally believe him or herself to be able to learn new things and be capable of gaining a level of competence of their own choosing? What I'd like you to do now is to grab a pen and a pad or use the notes function on your, on your phone to write down what exactly you want to see in terms of signs of confidence. I say exactly for a reason. When we are vague about what we believe confidence to be, then how will we recognise it? The best way to do this exercise is to complete this, this sentence. The signs of confidence I'd like to see in my child or teenager are dot dot dot. So I'm going to leave that with you as a little exercise. And as I said, um, I think what I'll do is I will put this as an ebook actually in my um, paid subscription. Um, so the paid subscription is five pounds a month or it is £50 a year. Uh, the cost of this book actually is six ninety nine. So you will straight away, if you sign up for the paid sub subscription, you will be uh, quizzing, basically. Um, so please do that. Um, and then you'll, I'll send you the ebook Confidence for Kids. Um, and in fact, the paid subscription gets you a free ebook every month and um, access to my monthly Q&A, and lots of other things as well. You can access the um, archive, the subscriber archive. So even if you just now uh, sign up as a paid subscriber, you'll see all the content for uh, that I've put up in the past for um, the paid subscribers. I think it's particularly helpful um, for um, those of you who work with children, either as teachers, therapists, coaches, social workers, um, counsellors in school, um, and that's really the difference um, uh, between the free and the paid subscription, um, that there is an element of, um, uh, apart from more freebies and things like that, there's also an element of, of that sort of professional content, should I say. So I will leave you with that little exercise to do. I'll remind you of what it was. The signs of confidence I'd like to see in my child or teen are... And just as a sort of another prompt, what would you like to see? What would you like to hear? What would you like to feel? Just think about the senses, how you will observe those specific signs of confidence. So I hope you enjoy the content in my Substack. Um, not only the podcast, but in the uh, newsletter, obviously, you'll find loads of videos and posts and exercises, tips, worksheets, all sorts of fun things. OK, bye then.